Welcome back here for another episode of the Diversions Podcast. I'm your host here. My name's Kenny. My name's B. And here we are back for episode 24. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. It was quite a doozy, but a very enjoyable one, I feel. Oh, that was a good time. Yeah. Shout out to Diego for joining us here. Uh, we hope to have you again in the future. I guess last week I also forgot we didn't have recommendations, so we're going to follow this up over here for you guys here this week. Uh, do you have anything to recommend? Do you want to start us off, B? Or? Uh, yeah, but I forgot, and I have my notes, and I am pulling it up right now. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> uh, I've been watching Shrinking on Apple TV. Uh, it's um, Harrison Ford and Jason Segel and okay. a couple other characters. It was created by the creator of Scrubs. Uh, and uh, it's just about like therapists who definitely need therapy themselves, basically. Uh, right, really, right. really funny show. Uh, really heartfelt in times as well. Um, and then also, I finally got around to watching Bullet Train. Oh. And that's like the most fun movie I've seen in fucking forever. <laughs> it is such a blast. It's just like everything you need from like a dumb action comedy. Uh, and I genuinely almost cried at one point in the movie. So, all right. It's, it's got some heart too. Check it out. I know from my brother, his driving point to seeing that movie was Bad Bunny. Dude, he's barely in it too. <laughs> and our guy, our guy Logan Lerman is in it. He has like oh, one wow. line and then done <laughs> it's so disappointing because i was so excited to see him in it and i was like ah he's gone that's unfortunate but yeah i'll definitely have to check it out uh, it's on netflix or yeah netflix oh, okay, okay dude okay. such a fun watch all right definitely have to check it out i know it's got a pretty star-studded cast actually so dude everyone and their mama is in this movie it's insane yeah it's wild it's like well they got like aaron taylor johnson yeah brad pibb brian tyree henry yeah i don't know who else is sandra in bullock's in sandra bullock yes that's what i remember yeah and then uh, Japanese actor. I think it's he was Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. He's like, I know his first name is like Hiroyuki. I don't remember his last name. I know it starts with an S. But forgive me for that. But yeah, awesome movie. Check it out. Have a good time watching it. Nice. As for me, my recommendations here is one that I can't believe I have not recommended before. True. This movie <laughs> is like your. I was gonna say soundtrack, but or the show is like your soundtrack. Whatever show soundtrack. Yeah analogy we'd, we'd like to make here but basically what my big recommendation here is actually high score girl which is available on netflix uh it's an anime i watched actually in dub and actually enjoyed it though it's got my boy johnny young bosch voicing how here <laughs> uh but it's basically how do it's it's love story man it's that's all it is it's a love story about how video games brings two people from different worlds together and just like their love for video games blossoms into something more and it's such a beautiful story like i find myself like Still crying to this day at certain episodes. I'm just like, God damn. Especially with a character who doesn't even speak. Yeah. The female character, uh, Akira Ono, she barely has any speaking lines. And it's just like, I don't know, some way, like, saying less is more for her. Like, I and I, yeah. I, I, get it, I get it. I get it. She's very expressive and it's cool. Yeah. Which is funny. I loved it and I hated the art style. Like, I hated the animation. And the fucking eyelash girl. Oh, Hideka? I hated those eyelashes <laughs> so much. And despite all of that. Very enjoyable anime. It's a great anime. It pretty much like rekindled, not rekindled, I would say like it made me relive my childhood and re, uh, reminded me of like all the past fighting games that I grew up in. Just not just fighting, it's just video games in general. I'm just like, oh man, it's why it, it was it was beautiful. And that's like, I guess made me appreciate all those games a lot more because even now I'm like, I'm buying like the classic versions of these games and trying to play them up again. And also campaigning for another release of Darkstalkers. Oh, hell yeah. I'd like to see that make a comeback. They could do it, too. It would sell very well, I'm sure. Perfect. Yeah, and then the last recommendation here I have is actually a documentary. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I recommended this here before, but and, I mean, I love to watch it. It was available on Hulu, but not anymore. Now it's on Redbox, apparently. Apparently they have an app, so it's called Ramen Heads. It's about, uh, I guess, all these different famous like ramen chefs and their take on how they make their own ramen. There's different ones. And I guess the main focus is on this one chef who apparently has won the best ramen in the world contest. Like Damn. 10 years running or something like that. Holy maybe shit, Maybe even more. dynasty. Yeah. I got to try that ramen. It, uh, there, yeah. There, he, he says there's always a line to his restaurant starting from like 6 in the morning. And they don't open up their shop till like 11. Ew. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Imagine waiting that long for ramen. Yeah, it's crazy, and like he has like so many different apprentices, and then they go off and they do their own. It's 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 a great documentary. It really made me appreciate not just Robin in general, but like I was like, damn, I was like, I kind of wish I did watch that before my trip to Japan. But now that I do watch oh, it, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I'm prepared for next time. 
Like you would have even gotten a chance to try it, though. I mean, not, not just to try it, but at least, you know, like... Put you in the mindset. Put me in the mindset, and I guess now I know how to find a good ramen spot, basically, in Japan. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of what the focus was here. Is like, it's like how to determine what is great quality ramen, like something that will be a good good eats because for them it was just like it there for them it wasn't just like about gourmet and like paying more to get good quality food it was more just like how much good food can you get for like five six bucks oh snap okay yeah damn all right that's a really good uh really good way to live yeah so yeah it's a it's a great documentary i loved it a lot so definitely check that one out yeah i've been trying to watch it but i couldn't find it on hulu but redbox yeah now it's on yeah redbox apparently it's a surprise to me as probably I'm for the rest shocked of you they're still around <laughs> but good for them yeah. Ah, uh, I'm Murdoch Nichols from Gorillas. Welcome to my crib. I guess over to get here to the main news is get the meat and potatoes. <laughs> meat and potatoes over here. Start us off here. Our old frenemy here at Netflix is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> this time canceling a Gorillas animated movie. Dude, I was pissed when I read that in the notes. Yeah. That sounds rad. I remember back in one of my early YouTube videos, I actually covered that. I know FX was going to do an animated series, but I guess that got canceled. And then now it was, I guess it was it moved to Netflix. But it's, it's definitely a project that has been in development for a while. And I mean a long while. And Netflix has made like series and films for musicians before. And Gorillaz has been relevant for years. And I know the creators of Gorillaz, uh, Damon Albarn and Jamie Hewlett, have been like teasing this film. But now it's just like, I guess it's not happening anymore. But it, it shocks me because it's like, you just made a whole, was is it movie or series with Kid Cudi that they had? Wait, what did they make with Kid Cudi? It's something with a galaxy. I don't know. It's like kind oh, of. Oh, Intergalactic? Yeah. Oh, that uh, the animated one. Oh, they made that with him? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, not, not Gorillas, but like Netflix made that with like, you know. Oh, I thought you meant the Gorillas. No, 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 with no, no, no. I was like, that would be crazy. Uh, yeah, that's a movie on Netflix. Haven't seen it. Heard it's good. Yeah, it's like the same Marcel as Into the Spider-Verse. So it's like it kind of baffles me a little bit. It's just like, why would you cancel this with Gorillaz? Especially now that they have their uh, well, their new album's out already, uh, Cracker Island. <laughs> just for you, B. Cracker Island. Uh, but hopefully they can find another home on another streaming service. But until then, we, we don't know. I think a Gorillaz animated movie would be very interesting because I know all their al- albums have a very narrative or like storytelling feel to it yeah and all the characters have like a really deep lore to them yeah I, I went down like a YouTube rabbit hole on them like a few months ago like would it be about like the characters and their lore or do you think it would be about like like Spice World but but, Spice World. but animated no no I think it would definitely be about within their lore and how like all okay. different things I don't know but it, I think it would be a very interesting take yeah, because their their lore and characters are absolutely crazy. They could very well have written like a comic book universe. Oh, definitely, most definitely. Uh, another interesting thing that I learned about them is that their famous song Clint Eastwood, like the beat behind it, was just cop- well, not copied. I want to say it was created, I guess, on a piano. Since I don't know what kind of instrument it was, it, yeah. it had a weird name for it. I can't remember it. But I guess the beat to Clint oh, it's Eastwood, just a default. One, yeah, it was right? just a default one. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're, like, we're gonna it. roll with this, and people were just like. Oh my god, that's all it was. And it just goes to show you. I was like, you know what? Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. And I, you know, you can take something and you can like jazz it up to make it something. It's like, it's like if you're cooking basic ramen, now that we're talking about ramen, but you decide like, hey, let me throw some cuts of beef in there and green onions and stuff like that and like really judge it up. Yeah. So it, 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 I was surprised, but I'm also like, you know what? I'm kind of not surprised. I'm just like, because that's all it really takes. It's just like you hear something and then you just flip it around. It's kind of also how like, uh, like Mario creator uh, from Nintendo, Shigeru Miyamoto, how he takes like everyday things from his life and he makes it into a video game. Yeah. Like I think one day he said he was at the aquarium and that's how he got the idea for Splatoon. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and I think I, gardening in his backyard is what inspired Pikmin. Okay, that makes sense. So oh, I, yeah, know, just, I know Pokemon was created by somebody who just liked collecting bugs and stuff like yeah. that. Huh. It's so funny how simple things can like become global franchises. Yeah, it's yeah. It just goes straight. It doesn't have to be something like super complex and like wild. It could be something simple that develops into something with more layers and complexity. A very ramen heads approach. This is a good theme for this episode yeah. so far. I'm liking this. Yeah, good, good flow. Good be flow happy here. for what you have, folks, <laughs> and make the best of it. Exactly. If we're gonna if we're gonna get into some self help territory real quick. <laughs> But on the flip end here, Netflix is also developing a new Pokemon series that actually, did, I guess, teased over on Pokemon Day. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the direct. Yeah, I watched it. It's called Pokemon Concierge. It's a new animation. It's the one that I want to say new animation style. But I think for the franchise, it's a new approach in animation. They're actually going with stop motion now. And it's more of a slice of life vibes. Because instead of 
battling Pokemon and trying to be the very best. This is more about running a Pokemon hotel. Uh, and the everyday weird. stuff that I guess that happens on this uh, island or hotel or wherever this place is being held. I just know the show is called Pokemon Concierge. Interesting. I know they during the direct they also hinted at potentially adapting manga stories in the future, and that kind of made me excited because I'm just like, there's only one manga that's out for Pokemon right now, <laughs> and that's Pokemon Adventures. And I have been asking for an anime series of that for years since I read the first book. Probably I'm just like, this needs to be a show. Give us a mystery dungeon movie or something. They do have a mystery dungeon movie. Is there a mystery dungeon movie? Yeah, it was like a while ago. I think back then to try to promote the game. Oh, I do remember this now. Well, make it a series then. Fuck it. Bring it back. So I have that looked forward to. I hope also, like you know, maybe it can lead to potential uh, Pokemon Adventures manga. But also at the same time, I'm not. I don't know. Netflix is kind of iffy with their animation. But I guess maybe because this isn't something they're making in house, they're just licensing to their network. So it may, maybe it could work. It yeah, could work. I think it's like the homegrown Netflix stuff that keeps getting fucked over. And yeah, and also like the Nintendo company is not going to just let it fall flat. Also, it's Pokemon. Pokemon's else. Yeah, Pokemon always sells. Yeah, so no, they don't need to worry about that there because, like, one, I, they're just paying for the licensing, I think. So, yeah, that's fair. It's interesting that they went with Netflix, though. Well, I mean, it's it's been jumped around. It was on Cartoon Network. It was at Warner Brothers, and then from Warner Brothers, it actually jumped to Disney. <laughs> Disney had the license to. Huh. Yeah, it was on Disney XD for a while. Dude, imagine Disney and Pokemon together. Like that would Ooh. be the most un- if those two like combined forces that'd be the most unstoppable. You, th- you would think they would, but I I guess it was only on there for like the Sun and Moon series, maybe uh, X and Y, not X and Y. Yeah, just Sun and Moon. Interesting, because after that, uh, the Pokemon Journeys it went over to Netflix. So wild. All right, well, good job Netflix. I guess even though no, fuck you Netflix. Still, <laughs> I have such a tumultuous relationship with Netflix. Yeah, it's 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 toxic. I guess you could say. <sighs> Stay toxic, kings. Hunter Hunter raises the stakes after this. For this demonstration, I would like to kill you now. Is that all right? Sure, why not? But next up here is uh, maybe a little bit of sand news for the Hunter Hunter fans here is the Hunter Hunter manga is seemingly canceled. It's not 100% confirmed, but they have rotated the series out of the Shonen Jump lineup. Yeah. Now, it could be that. They're just going to release the chapters at a much different, like, time period. Because I know for Jonah Jump, they do, like, weekly or, like, every other two weeks, depending on how, whatever they have in place with the author. Well, because they've been going, like, kind of in and out in hiatus, just depending on, like, the creator's health. Yeah, uh, Takashi's health issue has been very, very bad. Like, I know he's been having, like, severe back problems. And it might seem impossible for him to continue, which, you know, it's like, take care of yourself first, dude. It's like, you, I understand that you want to put this out for your fans and tell the story that you want to tell, but it's just like, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, dude, being a mangaka is like, yeah, it's, it's, it's very hard. And the fact that he doesn't want to, like, have other artists do his work for him, just like, it's like, goddamn, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, he takes so much pride in it. I mean, he did stop doing Yu Hakusho to focus on this one. So I've yeah. always I've always kind of hated Hunter x Hunter for that. I'd like you to remove your head from your ass. But, you know, it's still a great anime. Yeah, it's a great anime. I mean, even if he is forced to retire, I still think Takashi has given us great stories in the Hunter x Hunter universe and a great series overall in Yu Yu Hakusho. So it's just like, your legacy is built, dude. It's like no one is going to be upset with you for retiring. It's like you... you you did what you could. We appreciate you for it. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yeah, I agree. It's just like, it sucks that you don't get to see the end to something that you've been watching or reading for such a long time. And the fact that, like, he doesn't want to let anyone else finish up his vision. Like, it kind of sucks, but also, like, you know, I wish other people would have done that. Like, Game of Thrones, I wish didn't go off the rails because they had no source material. Right, right. I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe he can change his mind, get some help, or or maybe they'll just be like, you know what, do a chapter a month or something like that. Or who knows? But it, nothing's been 100% confirmed yet, but it's just speculate, purely speculation right now. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was canceled. That's a bummer. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like we've had great, great Hunter Hunter arcs. What, the Chimera Ant arc, uh, the Pro Licensing Exam, or is it the Hunter Exam? Yeah, the Hunter Exam is awesome. Yeah. You know, just your standard kind of tournament arc style thing um i i i, I low-key hate the chimera ants <laughs> i don't like that arc it's i don't know something about it it's just really you just like, you see gone go like horribly off the rails like i mean character I, development i guess but like not in that way 
he kind of becomes a shitbag. Like, I, you hate him after that. I hated him after that arc. But then Killua is amazing in that arc. Yeah, I mean, some, some, I mean, it was, it was, uh, for me, that was like Killua's time to shine. So it's just like, I get it. Like, Gon had to go through his hard times. I feel like every Shonen MC goes through this tough period of time where they're just like a fucking jerk. And then the, towards the end, they come out a better of it. But we're not, maybe we'll know, maybe we'll know, we won't know because we gotta wait for the Dark Continent arc if it's ever gonna be completed or not. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I want resolution for this story. So it, it, it'd be hard to see it go away, but also, you know, if it does, it does. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll take a quick break. The Transformers will return after these messages. Here, do you want to tell us what we have drinking here for us today? Oh, baby, do I? Please don't spill. Please don't spill. <laughs> this one's been popping. I, I accidentally cracked one open earlier, just taking it out of the rack, and it uh, exploded everywhere. Yeah, we also, I don't know, we don't want to keep a lengthy episode for you guys back-to-back again, because I feel like the past few have been really long. Nothing, I guess, because we've had a lot to talk about, but this still will be a decent decent sized episode for you guys. Don't worry, we have plenty more to talk about, but... Crap, I have to drink two beers in this <laughs> short amount of time. Uh, anyways, what we got here is the uh, Triple Abbey Ale, so think monks and all that stuff, uh, but it's brewed right here in Niles. Uh, it's just called Triple Abbey Ale. Wait, why like, would you think of monks? Well, the Abbey monks? It's tradition. These are... Oh, God, sorry. Um, like, this kind of style is traditionally brewed by monks. Like, I can't think of the one specifically. But anyways, they're they're known for having brewed these a lot. The drunk monks and... Drunk monks? Yeah, drunk monks and, like, uh, Renaissance era. In the Lord's name? Basically. <laughs> what the- isn't that the whole i mean maybe i don't know but yeah no they they thought that like brewing brewing beer like brought you closer to god and stuff like that so they huh. yeah they were they were known as the, i mean there's like kung fu monks and shit like that too you know no i mean obviously okay yeah, i totally like mixed up my my shit right now what are you thinking of i was thinking of friars i was like are you fucking kidding well yeah kind of the same thing i mean yeah because I, I feel like friars are monks but i'm just like i don't know why i very similar i don't know i just never heard of like a dutch monk yeah, dude. News, news to me. There news you to go. me. We're, we're we're educating out here. I'm I'm a little rusty on my history, but yeah, they 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 make monks or they make a uh, beer, monk beer. Uh, I cannot for the life of me pronounce the name of this brewery. I think it's Unane. Okay, okay, don't hurt yourself. Uh, but it's in Niles. It's U N E A N N E E, and there's a no clue. Yeah, I have no fucking clue, man. But it's good. I don't know. I was just, I was, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was leaving work in a hurry, tried to get here, and I just grabbed the first thing I saw. But holy shit, it's 8.7% alcohol. I just noticed that now. <laughs> you just noticed Crap. that? Crap. <laughs> I'm going to careful ride home, folks. This is why I only always have one. Yeah. Well, I, I intended to only have one, but one exploded on me earlier. Oh, man. But it's not bad. It's got, it's got a really, like, coffee taste to it. Yeah. It's kind of got, like, that little bit of bitter aftertaste, but um, it tastes like any other like Belgian ale or triple that I've had before. Uh, just super easy to drink. It's not. So wait, is it a Belgian ale? I don't know. I keep getting confused with Belgian, and I thought this was like Dutch. <laughs> so I'm all over. <laughs> I'm all over the place right now. All over the map. Yeah, I don't know where you got Dutch from. I really. I said Dutch earlier, and you're just like, yeah, Dutch monks, and I'm just like, what? Well, no, eh, mm, eh, mm, I just kind of went with went with it. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's easy to drink. I would. I would buy this again for sure, but it doesn't really taste like anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very simple. It kind of yeah, it's super simple. It just kind of tastes like a I ale wish, or a lager. I wish we had like a clear cup so I could see what color it is. But well, I spilled a bunch on the floor earlier. It's pretty. <laughs> is it? It's like a dark. It's like a Guinness. Like... No, it's very light. It's um, oh, okay. It's kind of goldish. Here, you can you can kind of see it in the uh, in the in the lip here. Yeah, I see that, but I'm just like branded. I I for some reason think it would be a little more dark color because of the coffee taste, but I don't know. No. Although I could see why you would think that. I don't know. What is giving it? Is there actually coffee in this? Or is this no. Like, or like what's giving, I don't know, what what else could give it that coffee? Because it does taste like coffee. It's probably just got more malts than you're used to. Maybe. Because malt usually gives it that like darker browner tone and everything like that in terms of flavor. But it's heavy on the wheat and barley, so it probably tastes a lot lighter and brighter. It's just got like that malt back to it. All right, all right. Eh, not bad. I mean, still doing better than the, <laughs> from two weeks ago. So. Yeah, I, we can never hit that low of a low again. And I'm trying so hard not to like stoop that low. But at one point, I want to get adventurous again. Uh, no, I figured I'd grab you something safe for this time. 
Here's all right. It's not bad. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I'd drink it on a cold, on a hot day. And I wouldn't drink this on a hot day. No? No, this is more like a winter. You baffle or fall. me. You baffle me. I can see fall. Yeah, this is more like a cozy up inside kind of beer. Not a sitting <laughs> outside sipping. You want to get cozy, Kev. I see. I see. I mean, just me and my blanket, though. My endless attempts to flirt with my best friend never go the way I hope. He's so mean to me, folks. <clears throat> mean, he says. It's called establishing boundaries. <laughs> Rude. All right, let's move it along. All right, but yeah, not bad. Triple. Or is it tripel? It's not tripel. Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty sure, dude. I don't know, man. You do even know how to, you even know how to say the brewery. How do you know it's not tripel? Bro, you pronounce it. Unane? Unani? Unani? I'm just going to redneck it. Any word I can't pronounce with any level of like flourish, I'm just rednecking it. Wouldn't it be une? Maybe? I don't know. Une ane? Let's go with Trapel. Okay, we're going with Trapel. Trapel. Dave Trapel. <laughs> Abby Ale. It's pretty strong. 8.7%. Check it out, folks. Not bad. It's tasty. It's I like good. it. Yeah. We now return to the Transformers. Moving on over here is for Zoids. Celebrates its 40th anniversary this year. And to commemorate, they are teasing a new anime series or reboot with a chaotic century story, it seems. For those who don't know, Zoids are animal-shaped mechas that are sentient but can also be piloted by an individual or team, depending on the Zoid, actually. I can't believe it's fucking 40 years old. Yeah, I guess if Zoid has, I guess Zoids in general has been like out even before I was born, so. Because I've seen most, if not all, of the Zoid series, and it never looks as old as it is. Because, like, you know that kind of, like, 80s or 90s, like, art style? It feels kind of gritty. Like, this never did. Yeah, I guess. No, it didn't. It did, it did. But at the same time, we were watching those on, like, old-style TVs. No, I've rewatched uh, Chaotic Century and... Could be um, remastered. And but, New Century. But at the same time, you know, it wasn't animated here in America. That's a Japanese show, so... Yeah, but even, like, that old-school, like, Japanese animation still kind of feels like it was, like, a little dusty. I don't know. Maybe maybe the anime series aren't as old as we think it is. Maybe the mangas are a lot older. Oh, okay. That makes more sense then. So that could also be it. Yeah. Okay. That does make more sense then. So, yeah. I mean, also, it could also just be the franchise itself is 40 years old because I think maybe they were a model. model They're probably a model kit. Like a toy line before anything yeah, else? before anything else. Okay. So they probably made a show to go on. But it was a spectacular show. For those who don't know, though, there are multiple Zoid series, but two were actually really popular here in America, and that is Chaotic Century and New Century. And New Century is the one with the uh, Liger Zero. Yeah, Bit and Liger Zero. Okay, yeah. yeah. So New Century was the first series uh, to premiere here in the United States, but the second series chronologically. Here we have the Blitz team facing off against various teams as they strive to win the Grand Prix, while also dealing with the Backdraft group. Yeah, that that series was awesome. Like I wanted more of that, a hundred percent. Yeah, I think but, the, but I think it really wrapped up its story well. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know how long they can go with that format. It was like twenty six episodes. I mean, maybe they could have done a little bit more, but I think it was neatly wrapped in twenty six episodes. Yeah, like it felt like it was paced perfectly, and not to mention that they have like so many like it's kind of like Final Fantasy where everything is different and nothing really connects to the other ones. So, yeah. well, I mean, there was like they do reference the chaotic century um, storylines because you see like, like I guess in the Zoid graveyard or like dead Zoids, like you see them with like the what is it, like the two different groups. What is it called? Uh, the Helic Republic or the Gulos Empire marks. Mm. You see some Zoids with those markets and stuff like that. So okay, but like the stories themselves never really like no, they're not, they're not really like intertwined because I I think. In one like behind the scenes video that I was watching, they were saying in the final fight between the Liger Zero and the Berserk Fury, like the Zoid that they were fighting on was like also the location of the final battle from like Chaotic Chaotic Century. Okay. So yeah, so it's so like, they're like they're they're tipping the cap, but they're not actually yeah yeah dependent on one another. Yeah, because like it takes place on the same planet, just different time periods. Yeah. But I think, yeah, obviously New Century was the one a bunch of us, like, grew up and loved. Um, actually, I loved it a lot. I had, like, I think back then I actually had a ton of Zoid model kits. I think I had, like, the Liger Zero was, like, not the first one I had. Actually, I think the first model kit that we had was actually one of the Sabertooth Tigers. Nice. Or Saber, what was it? Saber Fangs? Or? Saber Fang, I think. Yeah. 
Those ones were badass. All of the Zoids are so cool. Was it, or was Zebra Fang's name of the team? Oh, maybe it was the name of the team. I don't know, but whatever that Saber Tooth Tiger Yellow one was the first Zoid that we had because it was the only one that was available near our area. Yeah, and it was my brother, so he had that. After that, I think we got like the Terrace, which is like that blue. I had a Terrace. Yeah, I wanted a Rainos, but they didn't have a Rainos. Oh. so we got the Terrace, and I think after that, what else did we get? The Command Wolf. That was my that was my first one. Wait, the Shadow Wolf or no Command Wolf? Okay. You think about Shadow Fox. It's Shadow Fox. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Command Wolf is fine. Very generic. Very basic. But that Shadow Fox. Yeah. I'm still waiting on my pre-orders. <laughs> I am so pissed off. <laughs> and so, and after that, I think for Christmas, like maybe a year and a half later, I finally got my hands on a Liger Zero. Nice. I never had a Liger Zero. Honestly, the I think the Terrace is the only one I've ever actually seen. Like in person. And I got it. <laughs> yeah. And but unfortunately, you no, know, I was still a young kid, and I didn't really <laughs> know how to take care of model kids at the time, so they didn't survive up until my adulthood. And but it's okay; I'm an adult with money, and I'm buying a shit. <laughs> and we are blowing it effectively. Yeah. So actually, this weekend, I'm actually looking forward to it because I'm going to start building my Liger Zero model kit. I've been watching videos and everything. It's like I was like, what tools would I need? What are some issues that I might run into? Because like, you were doing a lot of prep work for a model kit. Well, yeah, because this is this is a high end master grade model, and I'm just like, instead of going from a beginner model, I'm going to the top of the line. Yeah, we kind of jumped the gun on this one, which I'm okay with. I mean, I I think I know I know I have the tools for it. I just want to I don't want to break anything. Basically, that's my big worry. Like, I don't want to break any of the pieces. Yeah, they are very tiny and fragile. Yeah, and then I've also seen, like, I mostly was watching, like, tutorial videos. It's like, it's like, how do you paint it? Or if I wanted to paint it, what do you guys do to paint it? I have a buttload of acrylic paint from the trophies, so you can borrow some if you want. Yeah, I was even, at one point, I think I was, like, on Amazon, like, looking up, like, uh, a compressor and, like, a spray brush thing. And I was like, okay, I was like, that's you gonna not. you airbrush a, it? I was like, that's not a bad price. I mean, I've, that's what everyone I've seen on YouTube do. They all airbrush it. Okay. It is the cleanest paint you'll get, but it is the most expensive i think the only thing expensive is just the compressor and the brush hose and how much is that i think i've seen it for like 180 see that doesn't sound like too much money to you yes and no what else are you gonna use it on i don't know there's a lot of stuff i could paint what else are you gonna paint i don't know maybe custom figures that i want to make Ooh, okay i like this get the wheels turning yeah there's that i'm sure tolly would love to use it too so there you go paint party but we'll see Anyways, but get back over here with Zoids. Um, the way you say Zoids right there was so perfect. <laughs> Zoids. Because <laughs> before this, Kenny was talking about, he was like, I don't understand why people like my voice. They say it's like a radio voice, but I don't hear it. And the way you said that was like perfect radio voice. I like, that should have been the announcer. I don't hear it. Like I that sounds like it could have been the announcer on Toonami saying that Zoids is coming up next. Zoids now continue. I'll try it again later. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Guys, please hype this man up. <laughs> Help me hype him up. But New Century, uh, basically, like, you heard me, like, spieling about the, spieling about the Liger Zero. Uh, it's, New Century is what made Liger Zero a staple across the Zoid community. And everyone had to have that model. Like, I don't know. Like, back when I was a kid, I was like, if you had the Liger Zero, you were that guy. Yeah. I think, and every series pretty much focuses on a version of Liger. Like, I know yes. uh, Chaotic Century is Shield Liger. Yeah, Shield Liger, which, uh, with when it fuses with the Organoid Zeke, it becomes a Blade Liger. Yes. And then, I know in Zoid Fusors, there was also a Liger Zero that fused with, like, a Phoenix Zoid. Nice. Yeah, it, it, there's some pretty wild concepts. I, I don't know about the other Zoids, like Zoid's Wilds. I don't know who the main Zoid is there, but maybe it is also a variation of Liger, but I'm not I 100% sure. I did not watch Wild. I don't actually remember either. Yeah, I didn't even know there was another Zoid series. This one came out in 2018, so I got to do some yeah. little research on that. 40th? So do you think they're going to continue the story of Chaotic Century, or do you think they're going to reboot? It looks like they're teasing for Chaotic Century, so I don't know when exactly if there's going to be a reboot or if there's going to be a continuation, but I will say what I did love New Century. I think the storyline in Chaotic Century was much more impacting and like very emotionally, and like like it was it was pretty heavy theme, because like it's about war, and yeah. then like... I feel like Chaotic Century is like every other gundam you've seen and then new century is like g gundam <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> which was just like bots fighting dude although yeah. that does have its like subtext and layers and yeah. like actual story behind it but for the most part it's just like there's bots over here i gotta fight this bot yeah because like in chaotic century obviously it came after um 
new century, but it's actually chronology of the first Zoid series and had a much more mature narrative with an ongoing war between the Helic Republic and the Gulas Empire. Is it Gulas or Gylos? I don't know how to pronounce it. I haven't seen the show in a while, so i got to rewatch it to know how to pronounce it. But here, enter Van Flyheight with his shield lager and an organoid known as Zeke and his friend Fiona, who seems to have a, a mysterious connection to Zoids, apparently. So Van Flyheight, What a badass name. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking cool name. That's like a Star Wars name. Right? It does have very, like, Luke Skywalker vibes to it. Yeah, but he's Van Flyheight. Van Flyheight. Yeah. That'd be a great name for, like, a line of Vans. Yeah, and then- Like, if Vans got into basketball shoes, they should be the Flyheights. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'd buy those in a heartbeat. I love Vans. I'm wearing Vans right now. Uh, Vans. The staple white man shoe. This really is. But I, I don't think I've ever finished watching Chaotix Entry, actually, now that I think about it. I know it was on Toonami for a while, but, like, it was very inconsistent. I definitely like, watched it. I just don't remember any of it. So I definitely do want to watch it again. I've been wanting to watch, like, Zoids and, like, all this all over again. But it's, I don't know what service has it. I think maybe TV or you have to go in one piece... One piece hit in order to watch it. So, Monkey D. Luffy. Yeah, I know, because I tried watching it um, somewhat recently, and I could not find out where the hell to watch it. Yeah, I remember back in the day, I, <laughs> way back in the day, I saw the, I rewatched the, not Chaotic Century, I rewatched New Century on YouTube, no problem. That was back in those days when you can watch a whole episode of Naruto. <laughs> I mean, now you can again, actually, because Viz Media put out yeah. all the naruto episodes out all on of naruto YouTube. all of sailor moon and yeah. i think hunter hunter or something else something else but i'm just like wow what a time i yeah. was like back in my day i struggled <laughs> we were on the grind for real but i'm very excited i'm actually very excited to build this model kit over this weekend because i'm like man this is a weekend i have nothing planned i'm gonna stay home i'm just gonna take get my tools Dude, sit I down am still so upset i don't have this fucking pre-order coming in yet <laughs> Did you even? I don't know. Is it still saying like? Is yeah, it, sh- it just changes every month. It's just like, oh, it's coming this month now. It's coming this month now. Like Jesus. it never updates. At this point, just buy it off somewhere else, dude. I'm going to. I'm going to cancel my pre-orders and buy it here. Well, just buy it first and then cancel your pre-order just in case. Well, what if I buy it and then the pre-order comes in, and then I'm stuck with both? I guess you, have, you might have a point there. Page yeah. not found. What did they fuck me? <laughs> oh God. Uh, see, this is I. There's certain stuff I buy from Big Bad Toy Store, but when it comes to like import care, like figures and stuff like that, I have to go to Amiami. All right, send me a link because I'm I'm giving up on this. <laughs> okay, because they keep keep updating Damn. when I'm supposed to get these. I was supposed to get these in November. Yeah, I don't know. It might it just might be like a shipping issue for them, or like I'm so sad. All right, send me a link after this. All right. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll be the only one with the Lego Zero. You motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you do me like this. You got my hopes up by showing me this in the first place. So you're one for one, Lego Zero, here in this group. I will take a baseball bat to that damn thing. Just kidding. I would never. Uh, but definitely check out Zoys. I'm actually I'm very excited to see what this new series is going to be, especially if it's going to be Chaotic Century. I would definitely love that. Hell yeah. Let us know if you guys watch Zoids, because I feel like nobody does. Or nobody has like watched it, but then every now and again I'll mention it to All somebody right. and it'll be like, "Holy crap!" I gotta, I, this time I gotta remember to put in something to, and on our Instagram page. What would your favorite Zoid be, or or what Zoid would you pilot? I loved. Um, which one was the blue fast one? The was, was it Jaeger Sh- That was Jaeger. Schneider is the one with the blades. I thought it was the opposite. No. Schneider had blades. Yeah. Okay, that was my second choice too because that one's badass. And when he has the Panzer one, yeah. and he just uses it for like what two episodes, I think. Yeah, that's an awesome model too. But I think ultimately my favorite would probably be Shadow Fox. All right, he's just so cool and sleek and stealthy and stuff like that. I really like rogue type characters. Trying to live out a fantasy here, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big lumbering dork. All right, I don't get the opportunity oh, to be man. sneaky, which is funny because I hate stealth games. But what? It doesn't make any sense, though. I know. I don't get it either. But, like, the idea of the character is awesome. I guess. Like, I love I love a rogue or, like, an assassin type. Like, when you said you were going to dual-wield hatchets last time, and I was like, fuck yeah, that's some rogue shit. Do you feel jealous of me that I can be a rogue-type character? You, like, are a rogue-type character, <laughs> and you just decide not to be. And it's very infuriating to me. I want oh, you to know. Oh, man. 
Truth comes out here, folks. It really does. I'm out here going through life a big dumb orc, and <laughs> I just want to be a cool conniving rogue. Uh, or even a bard. I'm trying to think what other... Besides the Lagazir, I'm trying to think what other Zoids I like. Obviously, I, I do like the Reynos. That was pretty fucking cool. Reynos was awesome. And w- was it Jamie, the pilot of that one? Yeah. <laughs> when he would, like, black out and become the eagle or whatever it was. Yeah, it was like his alter eagle or something like that. It was so cool. I love that trope. Yeah, that one's really cool. Obviously, the Blade Lager, also really fucking cool. Blade Lager's awesome. Uh, another one that I, that I did kind of like... Was like the lightning sykes. Yeah, those were cool. Those were cool. I'm I'm pretty sure there's some other ones that I, I can't remember because I actually oh I'm glad I remember this too because I did have this Zoids a video game for the GameCube where yeah, like Yeah, it was like an arena style fighter kind of Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like from there I was like, man, there's so many different kinds of Zoids and I'm pretty sure there's some other ones that I really liked playing in that game that I never would have ever thought. There was a Zoids game on like uh Game Boy Advance or something like that. And it was like all the different Zoids universes, like like there's like this big, um, like dimensional rift that brought them all into the same universe. Interesting. And then it became like a like you know different factions teamed up with different factions from right, across right. the series and stuff like that. Uh, I definitely Monkey D Luffy'd this game, so <laughs> I don't know if there's like an actual game or if somebody made an amazing fan game. But I remember playing this uh, back in the day before my MacBook Pro shit the bed completely after i got hit by a car <laughs> oh boy yeah i'm trying to think what are, what are some other really cool zoids obviously rev raptors were always always really cool to me i did like the rev raptors yeah uh i remember my brother had like the elephander model those are fun i'm trying to think i don't know what else obviously shield lager is really cool but that's all I could pretty much think of. I don't know. I mean, I'm very excited to see where Zoid continues here on next. And I'm just really looking forward to building this model K on this weekend, to be honest. That's all. Yeah, I'm jelly. That's like the one thing I have penciled in for myself on Saturday. <laughs> Build model. Yeah. Big old circle. Yeah, I even told Tali, I was like, I have nothing planned. I'm I am gonna, not to be bothered. I'm going to do all the, like, the housework early and then probably take a nap and wake up. And I'm like, it could be me in this model kit. <laughs> me in the model kit. How cute. Yeah. Strike laser claw! But next uh, topic over here is actually Warner Bros. is looking to reboot, revamp uh, the Lord of the Rings franchise. Which what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's already a bad decision. What the in fuck my is opinion. this? I don't, I don't, I don't understand because I already think we got the perfect movies already. I mean, maybe not the Hobbit movies, but I mean, there's. I've only seen the first two. After that, I was just like, okay, I think I had enough. There's no way you can remake those th- those first three movies anywhere near as good yeah. as they did yeah because like the original trilogy to me masterpieces like flawless films amazing yeah i will watch the extended version all three in a day no problem give me 11 hours and like all the doritos in the world and i will kill a day those are really long movies, dude i can barely do one in a day exactly that's how good they are to me i would i would do that i like, i got happy in like high school one time because i got the flu and i had to stay home for a week Guess how many times I watched? Yeah, it. but we're a lot older now. It's not gonna. It's not the same anymore, Brian. Trust me. I tried it. I tried it. It's not the same. I all right. I'm doing it this year. All I right. watch all three in a day. I don't think. I don't think. Love it. I don't think you can do it. I'm gonna love every minute of it. If I can't do it, you definitely can't do it. I don't know, man. I'm built I'm different. Not simply walk into You're not broke, Brian. <laughs> I want to be so bad. <laughs> But yeah, they, they want they, what they've said is like they want to make the franchise their Star Wars, which again, what I'm does not, that even mean? Like, it, it, it's it, going so badly for Star Wars, which I don't get. It's like, what do you want to make it another Star Wars? Like, I feel like it's already on that level alone, just with like their books, movies, even like with some merchandise. People, people will buy Lord of the Rings merchandise. Yeah, it's like one of the most universally like loved like geek and nerd passions you know what i mean right and like what do they mean they want it to be more like star wars that or like you have spin-off series and stuff like that I they already so. had rings of power which, yeah, which did like so so which is not bad i th- i actually do like rings of power because i feel like it touches upon lore that hasn't been explored before and it gives us like backstories of just like how powerful was sauron during his like prime years yeah i would say focus on those types of stories like in the same realm and everything like that in the past or whatever like maybe side characters or like you know, how the Mandalorian is doing, like, the aftermath of everything like that. Like, 
what is rebooting and revamping gonna like? I don't know. I I know they want to accomplish for you. I know they want to bring back uh, Peter Jackson. I'm, I'm just like, why? It's like it's like you you have you have your golden egg already. It's like why do you want to? You don't want to oversaturate the market. Well, either. you know what it is. It's because it's not currently making money for them, and so of course they want to put stuff. We'll just out put there. it back out in theaters. Uh, yeah, that would sell so much money. If more people can do it, so can you. Yeah, it's like just put it back out in theaters. Re-release like another collector's edition or something like that. Get, like, oh, with, you know for a fact everyone would jump on those collectors. Oh hell editions. yeah! Especially if it brings some new stuff. I don't know. Could, put a map of Middle Earth in there. Yeah. You know, you could bring like a cop. Like a, I don't know, a replica of the One Ring, or it could be all the Nine Ring. I don't know. See, literally anything. Yeah, people will buy it. Exactly. Build it, and they will come. So it it really doesn't make much sense for me as to like why. They need to like reboot or like revamp all this. I think they were going the right direction with the uh, Rings of Power, and that was like a nice little venture. And I don't know that, that, but to reboot like their whole main trilogy franchise, it's like no, 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 no. It makes no sense to me. Like I, maybe it'll make more sense like once we actually start getting news about it. But initial thoughts are, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think anybody would be excited about this. It's just like, why do you want to make it like Star Wars? It's like it's not Star Wars. Also, Star Wars not exactly the best thing to be right now. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> Disney pretty much like we're just like, all right, we fucked that up enough. Like, yeah, hey, you remember all of these movies you loved? Let's make three movies that absolutely just drain your love for the franchise, and then we're gonna pump out a whole bunch of other subpar content while we're at it. You guys liking this so far? Okay, we're gonna keep doing it anyways. I will say Mandalorian is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I did not love the first episode of the season. I haven't seen it yet. But, like, it's the first episode of the season. Who cares? And Book of Boba Fett just didn't do it for me. I like Book of Boba Fett. I d- it didn't do anything for me. Also, it was just Mandalorian season 2.5. I guess so. Like it, I can see that. It, it, I just don't know where they're going with it. Kenobi, I haven't watched it yet, but like I'm getting like whatever reviews from about it from people. There's some really high, there's some really good parts in it, but overall, I would give like a seven out of ten for Kenobi, which is good. But like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just harder to like recapture the magic from when I was a kid and stuff like that. But also, no, I think for that, it's just like the how they're telling the story, not just how they're telling the story. It's also the way it's filmed, like their choreograph, their action sequences. Like it's it's very tough. Like. A, my one complaint about Kenobi is like a bunch of the series was shot really dark, and I'm like, why <laughs> is like your biggest gripe so with most pieces of media? Because there's no reason for it to be. I was like, how is it like a cameraman that's on the set and they're doing all the principal photography? Like their photos come out super clean, clear. Like I could see what's going on. So they just toned it down for. But yeah, tone. they tone it down, and I'm just like, there's no need for it. Like why? I mean, I I have a feeling I know why they're doing this. It's just because it's a fucking trend. And it's ridiculous. Like, there's no need for this. Like, it's like, why you want? To, why do you want to follow the trend? Why do you want to follow this algorithm? Speaking of trend, I had the weirdest thought the other day. But do you remember that time when everyone just unanimously agreed that commercials were all way too loud? This was like a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Like everyone just unanimously agreed that like every time a commercial came on, it was like five clicks louder than whatever program you were watching in the first place. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that because I think. Do you not remember? Do, do you guys remember this? Like. Let me know if you guys actually remember this, because I remember this very distinctly. And I was thinking about it the other day, because I was like, oh, this commercial didn't, like, jar me awake as I was, like, half paying attention to whatever bullshit YouTube video I was watching. No, yeah, I feel like the YouTube ads definitely do get louder. Yeah, like, like not so much anymore, but there was, like, a time period. Guys, let me know if you remember this. I I don't remember that I feel weird, weirdly like, passionately I, about this. I don't remember that time period, but I, I do think that, yeah, the commercial, some commercials are much louder than usual than what you're actually watching. I don't know why that popped into my head so aggressively right now, but uh, but that's what happens. Hey, man. I, just, I, just, I just don't know. But <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, oh, trends, everything being super fucking dark. Yeah, because I even saw the trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy, and I'm just like, I can barely see what the fuck is going on. The here. who and the what now? Uh, Disney Plus put out a trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy. They have Jude Law as Captain Hook. Huh? Yeah. This is news to me. Yeah, it actually premiered like yesterday. Oh, what else? What? what? Yeah, like Disney Plus. I don't know if it's a movie or it's going to be like, maybe it's a movie. Because it's called Peter Pan and Wendy. Like they're live action of like Peter Pan, obviously. Cool. 
It you would think, but it doesn't look good. I'm just like I could barely tell what the fuck is going on. Cause too dark. Okay. Yeah, and then I go, and then people were just like, "This is like look at Jude Law's first look as Captain Hook," and I'm like, "That was Jude Law." I was like, I could barely tell who the hell that was. So I think it's a stupid trend. I feel like we need to bring back like color grading and like actual not lighting, but stop with this oversaturation of like trying to make things seem grim, like. It, and people are saying like oh they're trying to hide the cgi it's like no 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 there are some scenes in there that i'm pretty sure had no cgi whatsoever why are you like making it so dark or like it's like what tone are you trying to set it's like no just stop it just stop it and he's send right there <laughs> kill it hold up i gotta i gotta see jude law as captain hook is it is it, is it supposed to be like just the normal peter pan story or is it supposed to spend more time in neverland it 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 was a very quick trailer, but I mean, it's not really. That's Captain Hook. That looks terrible. Yeah, you can barely see him though. <laughs> he looks like a no. Like you can see him clear as day here. He just looks like a fucking doofus. Oh, see, I didn't see that. I saw the stills from like the like from the trailer. Oh my god! And everyone's mad that this is a black Tinkerbell. Fuck off. That even I mean that didn't bother me. It's like who cares? It's Tinkerbell. Well, no, because you're a, a normal f- human being. <laughs> fucking goddamn. It's a fairy. What the fuck. It, right <laughs> like it has no business being white or black or anything just let fucking black people have representation in media for christ's sake yeah but back to warner Bros. trying to do lord of the rings i think it's a horrible idea i don't think it's necessary because you have a masterpiece already release another like collector's edition give people like more like merchandise with that collector's edition give make the collector's edition worth getting because I know, I know everyone's like, oh, I can just stream the movies anyway. It's like, okay, can you stream the movies? But can you have, like, extra, I don't know, behind-the-scenes commentary? Can you do, like... To be fair, how much of that is left? <laughs> I don't know. But, but I, I do enjoy watching it. I don't know. Can you? How about you get the cast all back together again and have, like, behind-the-scenes, like, I guess, documentary of them, like, talking or revisiting their time film, like, filming this and, like, their experiences? Or get the cast back together. Shot for shot remake of the movie with everyone in the same roles. Or everyone in different roles. That'd be fun. No. Come on. Come on. No. Come on. I'm not not budging on that one. But like I feel like I I thought it was clever. But I think that's that's what people want though. Like they want like the behind the scenes stuff. They want to know more like about the production. Like what why'd you do why'd you shoot this here? Or what happened during this scene? But stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, people will gobble up anything, Lord of the Rings. There's, and that's what they're—that's what they're trying to capitalize on—is making money off of people's nostalgia. Yeah, because like I, I like a lot of people don't know, or like I have, I get this from like behind the scenes stuff. Is because like I guess the actor who played uh, Gimli, uh, like the stunt team during the time where they were fighting the orcs, they were saying it's like, oh, like you don't have to hit all of us. You can just like you know swing and like we'll like pretend to fall, blah blah blah. You know, everything. <laughs> He's like, I'm fucking wall up. <laughs> So, they said in an interview that he made an effort to make sure that he hit every single orc (laughs) that was within his vicinity. What a goddamn chat. (laughs) Just like, oh my god, that is funny. That's a very Gimli thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, and also like when um, Vigo Mortensen, I guess, when they were trying to find, as Aragorn, he was trying to find, um, I think, basically, when they were trying to find the two hobbits that were missing, but it was like Pippin and Merry. Mm-hmm. And then when he he kicks like the heap of carcasses and like he screams out in pain, that's actually him screaming out in yeah, pain for real. Yeah, because he broke his toe. Because <laughs> like kicked a helmet and he, broke his toe. Yeah, so it's like it's stuff like that. Like you know, like people want to like hear and like, oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I, that. Every neckbeard points that out if they're watching that for the first time with a with a girl or something like that. Yeah, but like it's 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 cool stuff. It's cool knowledge, and I feel like that's what people want. So if like if you can like get a cast or like yeah, it's at the point where like the behind the scenes stories from that movie is like almost more exciting lore for people than like any other movie so yeah if you can like i said if you can get them guys together do like an interview like you know like i don't know how long it's been since the movies came out it's been like what 20 years at least yeah so there you go 20th anniversary re-release collector's edition something like that yeah i'd like to see something out there but who knows we'll see eh. warner bros discovery right now is in a little bit of shambles still <laughs> kind of fucked up dude Cast it into the fire! Destroy it! No. Uh, 
But anyways, moving on here to what has become pretty much one of our favorite segments. Yeah, question time, question time, question time. Yeah, questions. For those who don't know, send us over your questions. I put I put up the banner over in our Instagram stories over at Divergent64. So if you want to be fe- your question to be featured on the podcast, just send them on over there. So far, we definitely have some uh, recurring guests on, but come on, yeah. join the fun, guys. Yeah, definitely do. Uh, first one here, for once it's not Pablo, uh, it's actually from Jeff. He is asking, ox cord in hand, what anime or video game soundtrack you playing in? Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Bro, Sonic all day, every day. Any Sonic song, instant banger. Uh, if I'm ever playing um, Smash and I'm choosing my music or something like that, I'll either go to a Sonic stage or Mega Man stage just to get their music because that shit pumps me up. You know, you can just pick the track in any level, right? Yeah, I know. That's okay. what I do. <laughs> but also, like, if you're just picking a different level, I'll just, you know, I like the aesthetics. All right. All right. All right. That's yeah. it? Yeah, just Sonic's amazing. Um, I don't, like, know anime music as well as you do. Um, I saw you put Smile Bomb on here from Yu Yu Hakusho. Absolutely 100% agree with that. Yeah, Smile Bomb was the first one I was, was going to go Smile Bomb's like, shit. Basically, the whole Yu Yu Hakusho, like, openings and endings. Because, like, even their ending themes are fucking bangers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's all I'd, I'd really think about right there. Yeah. I don't, I don't oh, know. <laughs> King, Kingdom Hearts for sure as well. Yeah, I don't think Jeff realized how big of an answer I would give when he answered Yeah, I'm looking at your response and I'm scared for the listeners. <laughs> Listen. You're gonna have a good time with me if that was the case. If I, <laughs> if I had the ox cord and you wanted like this anime, man is perfect to ride shotgun. So for me, obviously, we talked about Smile Bomb, which is a Yu Hakusho theme. Never skip it when I rewatch Yu Hakusho. You can't, dude. You can't. You really can't. Uh, also, Marvel vs. Capcom Two soundtrack can't go wrong with that. All bangers. Street Fighter Two. Basically anything Capcom, but I, I don't know for some reason the Street Fighter Two was like in my head. I guess from watching High Score Girl again. That makes sense. So Guile's theme. Guile's theme is Oh bad. yes. I will I always blast Guile's theme. Guile's theme is such a perfect theme. Mega Man soundtrack, you gotta love um from Mega Man 2, Wily's Castle. Great mm-hmm, theme. Mm-hmm. See? Uh Jujutsu Kaisel uh ending theme, Lost Ooh, in Paradise. Yeah. That song is a banger. Yeah, we got that. Uh, Mortal Kombat theme, which is funny because like last time we were comparing like a uh, Spotify rap, and apparently I listened <laughs> to the Mortal Kombat theme 105 times. That is a good hype up song though. Let's be honest. And people were asking me like, why are you listening to the song 105 times? And I'm like, look, I have a lot of anger. <laughs> okay, buddy. It's so dark and brooding over here. Who's the rogue all along? Well, I don't know. They're, they're, what are you angry? like, I don't know. It's like they're, sometimes I just imagine kicking the shit out of my stupid sibling self. Yeah. Oh, your, sis, your sister and brother are uh, very fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts soundtrack. Love it. All bangers in there. Absolutely. Uh, Mother Earthbound soundtrack. If you, It's actually now available on Spotify. So if you have it, oh, give cool. it a listen. Really good. Uh, as for animes, you know, Naruto opening one. A banger. Starts off the whole franchise really good. The Japanese ones. I'm not talking about the English ones. Yeah, no. Japanese ones good. Naruto opening two. Also instant classic from the tuning exams. Oh, my God. Such a banger. Uh, also, Naruto opening five. Also really good. One of my favorites. Naruto had so many good songs. There are so many good ones, but these are the ones that really, like, s- stuck out to me. Uh, Naruto Shippuden opening 16. Mm-hmm. Also really good. For those who don't, For those who know, you know what I'm talking about. I, I don't know the English names for all of them. Yeah. But I just know the, the opening theme number. I'm like, yeah, this is the one. <laughs> uh, if you never watched Erase, the opening theme for that. That's a great anime. Also banger. Uh, Persona 5 soundtrack. That's a great soundtrack. All hits. It's all jazzy and bluesy. and Yeah. Like, if you need a recommendation, listen to Last Surprise. Yeah. Great one right there. That's a good one. Um, for these next two, all bangers. Come like head to toe. How, they, how these two video games have never won. Album of the year for the respective video game awards baffles me, like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Soundtracks, amazing. Amazing soundtracks. They're, they're all right. I like them. Fuck off, Brian. <laughs> I know you're the biggest Xenoblade fanboy I know, but I, I just don't care about them nearly as much as you do. I got annoyed listening to them after so much time in that game. Just like, I get it already. It's big and epic and sweeping, whatever. Hang on. Someone who just doesn't like like to take life in. I guess. I just get sick of it. The soundtracks, though, amazing soundtracks. It's like, oof. I believe it. Also, uh, Chainsaw Man's opening theme, amazing. That's a good one. But compared to this one, that's like, 
we got we got some good ones here. Yeah, yeah. Good but, question. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely here. I'm just naming my Spotify playlist. Like I may not know too much about like quote unquote real music. Another one here, uh, finally returning here. What's up, Mabel? Uh, she's asking, what is your favorite Chicago weather? The time between September and October is perfect for me. That's what I put. I well, that I put a lot of different stuff. <laughs> I was like, you did. That is not what you put, sir. You put forty fucking degrees. What? Okay. Well, here's the thing. There's a difference between forty degrees going from winter to spring than the forty degrees going from summer to like fall winter area. There's okay. a huge. There is a huge difference. I agree. I agree. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the 40 degree weather that's from winter to spring because it's just. So like, you're talking about that warm up, that first yeah, day of that, like. Yep. Where, where it's like 41 and people are wearing shorts, yes. <laughs> like insane people. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh my god. Talking about that one. I'm also talking about like in May where it's not too fucking hot, that where the sun's like burning you off, but it's good grilling weather. I'm outside drinking either soda or some beer, you know, grilling. It's good weather. Also early fall. Maybe because that's the wrong time of my birthday, but also perfect yeah. weather. No, I agree. September is like my favorite month for weather. September and October. That, yeah. Also, when the leaves start to fall, it's like, yeah, it's good weather. Yeah. It's got that crispiness in the air. Yeah. You got your jacket on. Like just oh, a yeah. nice little bomber or something like that. You know, looking fresh as fuck. Yeah. And I'm also thinking, I was like, man, what am I going to, how am I going to top October for the podcast? How I did this past October? <laughs> I don't think I can do it again, but I will try. You got to get even more scared. I don't know, man. I still think about that dream from time to time. <laughs> God, that really messed you up. I do it for the pod, man. Yeah. Do what I can. Do what I can. All right. But thanks for that question, Mabel. Uh, next up over here we have is from Andrea. She's asking, what would your warning label say? Uh, if he says, trust me, I can do it. Don't let him do it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So one more shot's not gonna kill me. Fucking, I'm dancing on a pool table five oh minutes later or something like that. Yeah, it's just just learn when to shut me up. Yeah, definitely, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Kevin has had many experiences with this. As for me, you know, don't feed me after midnight. Obviously, no. But... <laughs> you only eat after midnight. You work <laughs> after midnight, dude. Um. Dude, want to be a model? But obviously, so probably, bad. I mean, probably don't take me off, especially on the soccer fields, because I can get really heated. Especially, in it's true. Sports. I've seen it. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, like, like Kenny when he's mad is terrifying. Outside of the sports, I'm a very calm person. But once I'm like on the court, on the field, it's like it's like a flip of the switch. See, I'm the opposite. Like I, because my my basketball team is very chippy, <laughs> and I love them to death, but. Sometimes they get a little too aggressive with the other teams. So I will crack jokes as much as possible on the court to try to, like, diffuse tension as much as possible. Oh, but, okay. I mean, you, you our, our our old work basketball league got stopped because our team kept almost getting into fights with people. No thanks to you. <laughs> what? They weren't going to do anything, and they never did. <laughs> I still hate that store to this day, by the way. I mean, you know, that's the thing, though. It's like the majority of the time, all these people are just all talk. They want to act tough. And when I, I and I call them out, and I'll be like, all right, look, I'm right here. Uh, thanks for ruining a good thing, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah, I guess my warning label also say, watch out for puns. <laughs> watch out for puns? Yeah. You know I love puns. I know you do. So do I, buddy. <laughs> but thanks for that question, Andrea. Next up here we have is from Diego, last week's guest. Make sure you check out that episode. I think one of our best ones and just great vibes that day. Dude, that was a fun time. That was just a good hang and then yeah. we just happened to be recording. Yeah. But his question is, what is your worst oh shit I didn't save moment? Um, You know what's funny? I didn't have a memory card for like the longest time for um my PS2. Like I don't know what happened to it. Like one got corrupted and I was like waiting for another one. So I basically had to leave on my ps2 the entire time i was like playing through final fantasy 10 <laughs> so i had to just like leave it on and like my mom is oh my like god you know my mom's the typical like if you're not in the room for 30 seconds why is the light on in here like it has to turn off right away which you know i never would because i don't pay attention to most things um so i had to like hide the fact that my ps2 was on in the living room the entire time How so that she didn't that? i would like you know like pretend to like clean it and like leave like a like a, a rag over the top of the lights so it didn't look like it was on or something like that. Uh, but I would just change the channel on the TV. So, like, if you turn it on, it wasn't the game that just popped up right away. So I would constantly try 
to keep the PS2 on as I was like playing through <laughs> oh like half. God. I got like more than halfway through this game and I was like still waiting for the memory card to like, like I was waiting to go to the store or the mall like that weekend or something like that to pick it up. And I don't know why. I, I think I like tripped over the power cable or something like that. Ooh. Or like, or like maybe my mom was vacuuming and she unplugged it or something like that. But I came home one day from school and I was like going to go play and I looked and it was off and I was like, no, you have no idea how much work went into that game <laughs> and now I have nothing to show for it. So I had to replay the whole thing again, which I didn't mind because I fucking love Final Fantasy X. Nice, nice. I have a couple here for myself. Um, oh my God. This man came prepared. Yeah. Uh, once when I was younger, I was playing uh, Pokemon Silver, uh, doing the Elite Four on my first playthrough and I finally beat Koga. And, like, for those who don't know, back in that time, play, going up against Koga, he was tough. He was a tough trainer. One, because I didn't know that uh, poison types were weak against ground type. And I didn't have a single ground type on my team. So, it was pretty It was pretty tough for me. And I finally beat him and move on to the last trainer. And then my mom makes me turn off the game until the next morning. She's just like, you've been playing all day, blah, blah, blah. You know, Latina moms, all that bullshit. <laughs> Dick's mom. But what I didn't realize is that I forgot to save. Until, uh, the next, fool. until the next morning when I turn it back on and I'm just like, I'm back at the starting point of the Elite Four and I'm just like, holy shit. Uh, but another one is also <laughs> for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Oh my god, we get it already. You like Xenoblade. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you're, you're going to laugh at this one. Uh, for this one, I had to buy items to level up a character's affinity chart to unlock, <laughs> to unlock an ability. I need to make my game girlfriend like me more. Well, this is I, I needed it so I can get this ability so I can complete a mission. Okay. I do I do love that these games make us do shit like that though. It's so funny to me. So the chart was on level one. I needed to get to level five, which obviously it doesn't seem like much, but it's because I also needed nine thousand eight hundred and eighty six thousand experience points. And each item gives me twenty five to thirty XP. Oh my god, you grinded love out of this person. Yeah. So or something it gave me like 25 or 30 xp i don't really fully remember how much it was oh maybe maybe it was a little bit more regardless that's an but, insane amount of time to put into making someone love you kev but i finally unlocked the ability and then the next morning but then i set my game down because I, I was doing as well as i work basically i was like, I was like <laughs> just like all i do was just press a just press a to give him the item rebuy it press a again Wait, all your over current again. job or back in the day uh be the fifth <laughs> <laughs> they should have fired your ass so long ago dude basically you know i finally did it and i was just like all right it's like i, I wanted i think the next like I, I like obviously when you're playing on your switch like you don't have to like close up like you know turn it you can turn it put it in sleep mode and it's still like your game's powered on like you yeah, don't really yeah. have to save whatever i'm like cool next morning i get up and like i want to play a different game and then i close out the game to switch off another one and i'm just like as i take out the i'm like wait did That's i save <laughs> And I checked back again, and I did not save. And, yeah, it was, like, the worst realization. I was like, fuck. Uh, I spent so much time on that, and I was just like, what the fuck? I, I, can, I can definitely relate, man. I've definitely grinded some shit like that. I think when I was playing Breath of the Wild, uh, I was just – I found, like, the optimal potion for, like, ing like low-cost ingredients to, like, maximum health regen or something like that. And I made – like a billion of those things. Thank, I thank God I did save, but if I had gone through all of that trouble and not saved, I would have thrown my switch out the window. Yeah, I did. It's unfortunate, but then you know I had to grind it all over again. I was I would say they didn't do it right away. I think I did it like a few weeks later. Dude, I've like, I've definitely had those moments where like I didn't save and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing it again. I don't care. I'm not doing it again." But and I've just stopped playing games because of that. Yeah, maybe maybe this weekend I'll finally beat Xenoblade too. Maybe. <laughs> I Maybe not. In you. It's like a it's like a six year old game at this point, man. I did. It's, it's a fantastic six year old game. That's I'll tell you that much for uh, me at least. I, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it the same way. But fair enough. I mean, just gonna ask yourself, Brian's like, do you hate happiness? Sometimes, sometimes I do. Uh, but last question we have here is from Nava, who finally crossed the finish line. Finish line over at Fall Guys. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, he was asking, uh, give us what to look for in March. Well, there's plenty actually to look forward in March because this March you can look forward to Mario Day, which is next Friday. March on baby, Mario. Yep. So I definitely expect some deals and sales on Mario related video games next week. 
And who knows, maybe we'll get a surprise for the Mario movie. Maybe that's when tickets drop. I just saw those um, figures you got. Those look really hot, man. Yeah, they're really good. But also, the eyes thing still freaks me out. They're terrifying, man. <laughs> like, I didn't know that they could do that. I'm just They like, somehow have no soul, but also will steal your soul. I mean, yeah, but other, other, aside from that, they're really cool figures. I got to go back and get a Luigi and a Toad. Can't leave my man's Luigi behind. Listen, I got a budget. <laughs> And I, I got Peach, because I'm just like, you know what? There's not enough Princess Peach merchandise enough for me to get. So I was like, I have to get her. Yeah, there's not a lot of Peach anywhere. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Also, aside from that, we also have the Resident 4 Evil remake, which drops on March 24th. Uh, for me, that's also the best Resident Haven't Evil 2. Haven't they remade this game? Somebody, I've never played a Resident No, this game. is the one that's been in work for a while. Oh, has it really? Yeah. Oh, good for them. I think you're thinking about Resident Evil 2. That was a remade. Yeah. That was back, but now it's Resident Evil Four, and man, that was such a great game on the GameCube too. And I was like, my god, are they all connected, or can I just pick up one and play? Because I would like to play one. I just never have. Some are really more closely connected than others, but you know, yeah, they're connected in some way. But it's not like you have to play one to understand the other. Okay, but I'm also such a completionist that I feel like I need to play everything chronologically. I don't know. I just know that Leon appears in two. I don't think he appears in three, but then he appears again in four. Because, like, there's different protagonists for each one. Right. So that's what I'm saying. But Leon's the one everyone loves. Leon, yes. Jill and Chris. Those are terrible names. Leon is cool. And then Jill is like, all right, cool. And then Chris is like, what are we doing here? Yeah, Chris and Claire (laughs) are brother and sister. And Claire, come on. Name your characters. You have Chris and Claire Redfield, and then you have Jill Valentine. And then I forgot what Leon's last name is, but I don't know, something cool. Who knows? Leon Gunsmoke or something like but, that. But yeah, we <clears throat> Resident Evil 4 drops March 24th. It's also, for me, the best Resident Evil ever, so look out for that. Uh, Mandalorian premiered actually yesterday? Is it yeah. The second? yeah, yesterday, yeah. Premiered on March 1st, so excited to see that. I haven't seen it yet. Check it out. In- so, in- interesting, uh, interesting plot this season, I think. All right. It's going to be fun to see. And then Ted Lasso on March 15th. I am so stoked for that. I've been missing my lasso. Yeah, I think they dropped the trailer today, actually. Ooh, cool. I can't wait to see it. And then what else we got? Agent Elvis on March 17th. Oh, already? Yeah. I think it's the greatest show that's ever going to be made. <laughs> I'm so excited for this shit show of a show. You have no idea. Matthew uh, McConaughey is fucking Elvis Presley. Ah, I'm so stoked for this. I guess we'll see what happens. And then lastly here is C2E2 to round out the month. The best day of the year. Well, best weekend of the year. I am so excited. And right before that, Pokemon Pop-Up Party. Oh, yeah, Pokemon Pop-Up Party. Come check out Cuddy's art. He's going to be selling prints. Yeah. Um, got to work on all that. Damn. Yeah, you do, buddy. Yeah, I got a lot of busy stuff ahead of me, I guess. But... That's pretty much it for today's episode. We appreciate all the people who ask your questions. And remember, if you want your question featured in the podcast, just throw them at us when I put them up in our story at Diversions 64. Yeah, check it out, folks. Yeah, aside from anything else you want to add here? Uh, no. Close up shop. I, <laughs> I thought I had something, but I forgot what it was already. I got too excited about C2E2. Yeah, about all the questions. I love the questions, guys. Keep asking <laughs> questions, please. I love the questions. They're my favorite part. But as always, you can always follow me over at Geek990, over on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all that. I am uh, BoomingBee underscore on Instagram, and I've decided I'm just going to stop promoting my Twitter because I barely use the damn thing. I don't know why. I mean, Twitter's pretty pretty good. I just used to follow Smash Drama, which, by the way, there's a lot of Smash Drama. That's what I was going to talk about. Uh, you know what? We're going to save it for next episode, folks. All right, all right. But aside from that, we always, as always, ah. <laughs> good thing you're editing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I mean, I add it, but I always leave my mistakes in there because, you know, we're all human. We's people sometimes. But, you know, as always, we do appreciate you listening to another episode of the Versions Podcast. And remember to have yourselves a damned good one. Later, losers. <laughs>